You are listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review Podcast. We find little nuggets, treasures, valuable pieces of gold in the Joe Rogan Experience Podcast and pass them on to you, perhaps expand a little bit. We are not associated with Joe Rogan in any way. Think of us as the talking dead to Joe's walking dead. You're listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Review. What a bizarre thing we've created. Now with your host, Adam Thorne. This might either be the worst podcast or the best one of all time. One, go. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the JRE Review. This week, Todd and I are reviewing Seth Dillon, no relation to Tim Dillon, Josh Dubin and Derek Hamilton from the uh, Innocence Project, love those guys, and then Louis C.K. and Joe List. Live and direct. That was a good week. What'd you think, buddy? Great week. Dude, really good. I mean, look, Tim Dillon's pod was the most entertaining by far, but always he's it's it's so difficult to review that. He's a maniac. Yeah, he's a maniac. Yeah. In the best possible way. He's a national treasure. That's why I love him. Yeah. That was it's a worthwhile listen for all of the listeners out there, hopefully you saw Tim's rant, seven-minute rant that Joe posted on his Instagram a couple days ago that was just fucking out of this world it's brilliant. so outrageous. It was so good. Hilarious. Just about what's happening in the state of media and the world. Just, just go listen to it. I'm not going to do it justice because it was so fucking good. He's almost like one of the last guys that really can just say the most ridiculous, absurd shit he says it in a way to where it takes you a second to try and figure out if he's being serious or not. But it's Tim, so you always know there's a joke in there. And bam, he just goes. But there's like elements of truth in the absurdity. That's why it's so good. Well, he's clearly, absolutely, he's on the he's on the genius, um, maniacal <laughs> twist of, you know, you've got this crazy genius. He's definitely one of them. For sure. For sure. Anyway, over to Seth Dillon. Mr. Babylon B. Mm, so, a lot of talk. This guy's been in the media and, you know, the Twitter uh, sphere world. I know Elon Musk kind of brought has been talking about him because I guess they banned their account on Twitter for a post that he's made. Well, it was well. The po- we know what the post was. The post was them basically mocking and saying that homegirl, who is now a woman but used to be a man, so the transgender woman, uh, what is her name, Levine, right? Um, he dead named her is what they say. The story repeatedly used male pronouns pronouns to refer to Levine, who identifies as a woman deadnamed her by using her male birth name and mocked her appearance, describing the senior health official as being the first man in that position to dress like a Western cultural stereotype of a woman and said that she won the best male of the year award, even Mm. though she is now a female or identifies as a female and is transgender. So I can see that that would upset a lot of people, but to be banned from Twitter, fuck that well i don't agree with that i think all they've done is suspend their account until they remove it so they haven't really been banned okay okay but they don't want to comply so they're not removing it good for them and it's kind of in a circle you know circling pattern at this point i think i think the post is silly I, i i don't think it's funny at all um but I agree with freedom of speech laws and people should be able to say whatever they want, no matter who they upset in most respects. But the post has nothing to do with how funny you think it is or not. It's, it's I mean, a, it's a dumb post. Right. But it's just the point that what they're making, they're making the point that there's certain things that people that are get getting, banned for or yeah. their accounts frozen. Right. And there's no checks and balances for Twitter. They can just do whatever they want. It, well, right. And I don't understand. I mean, that's clearly, there was no hate speech there. I mean, it's not nice, but, you know. Well, definitely it, no law has been broken. It, right. And it's not hate speech. I get that hate speech, speech is still 
being abided, but it's a private company and they can make their own rules. Right. But how does that affect everything? That's the problem. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you look at what happened with Hunter Biden's laptop and laptop. I always say laptop. Lap. Lap, lap, lap. What that what happened there when the state is, you know, complying with Twitter and doing back end deals with Twitter, that is absolutely so messed up and is complete it's an atrocity to our system as a whole as journalists i mean glenn glenn greenwald was not allowed to even talk about it right i mean Mm -hmm. that was a that was a thing that twitter wouldn't even post about and it ends up being a fucking true thing that's that's the point right that is is where it gets scary that is the point this is where it gets scary because they're basically they've decided this is misinformation or this is not good for the public to hear or these certain things shouldn't be allowed and then when it turns out to be factually true. So technically, in some of these areas, they are the misinformation because they are holding truth from us and hiding it. Well, and they knew it. They, they had the truth. They knew the truth. But freaking our president, who is now our president, it, he was in on it, obviously. The, the media was in on it because they didn't want Trump, and I don't like Trump or Biden, so... Whatever they both suck, but it's bullshit that our president was a lot like somehow they got into Twitter. I don't know who was paid off. Clearly, somebody was to not post that shit about the laptop, right? Well, it seemed like all types of media just agreed with it. I think they just thought it was too dangerous. Yeah, well, they hate Trump. They hate him so much. But that's not that. Like our system is flawed, and Twitter is is going to go down for for this kind of stuff if you ask me. I mean, that what's the next Twitter because the, not allowing certain things and allowing other things because you have some sort of ideological agenda is fucked up. It's not good. It's scary. I mean, that's that's like mind control stuff. Yeah. It's I, almost like whoever they say like whoever controls the media controls the truth. It, or the perceived it's silly, truth. and I get that the Babylon Bee is biased. They're a Christ, they're more of a right wing Christian site, but who cares? Like they should be allowed to say just as much as as the left is allowed to say. Mm-hmm. You know, or the Onion. I mean, this is like the Christian Onion, right? Is that isn't that basically what Babylon Bee is? Yeah, there's some funny shit on there, man. We were looking at it today. Yeah, I mean, if you it's can, a funny website. If you take a step back from anything politics, and you just are enjoying comedy for comedy's sake. They've got good memes. It's funny. There's man. a lot of good memes out there. As a parent, I love the one that said scientist finds out that you know, children become thirsty. Where was it? I'm going to find it. You keep going. You you find it. Cuz I'm going to fuck it up. Well, I wanted to talk about something anyway. They talk about the Wee Spa incident. So it's a spa in Koreatown um in, in near LA. I used to go there from time to time when I lived in um, Santa yeah, you Monica. Did. It's a great place. Families and all sorts. Nothing seedy going on in the Wee Spa, bro. I'm telling you. All right. I don't believe you, but cool. <clears throat> no, it's 100% true. Okay, so, so what happened with that? I so don't they know. had a female section, a male section, and in the middle, they, everyone could mingle, but you had to wear more clothes. And then there were like different uh, sauna styles, steam rooms, clay rooms, ice rooms, like... Um, little sweat lodge things they had set up and a really cool cafeteria that had great Asian food. So anyway, a a transgender woman. Is that the right way to say it? If it's man to woman? Yeah. Somebody that identifies as a woman. Someone who identifies as a male that had a penis. Yep. Was in the locker room there. Yep. And walking around. While you were there? Not while I was there. This is the incident they were talking about. This was big news a while ago. And was exposing himself, just herself, walking around. Yeah. And basically, um, uh, a, a parent complained because her teenage daughter was there. As they should. I well, think. It's, it's a little weird. It's a little complicated situation. How, I mean, how old was she? I, I don't know. A teenager. The problem is, right, it's like it's not like the mother may have known right away that this person identifies this way. And right. just saw a man in there exposing himself. So she complained. True. And I guess this person was kicked out. And then people were protesting that they, the Weiss Bar, was like 
transphobic and they were outside protesting. Right. Turns out this person had been convicted of indecent exposure and was oh, already right. registered. I, re- sex I remember that now. Yeah, crime you know. for like for like sixteen years or something. A long time. Yeah, yeah. Bad Which, news. So clearly not looking good. Yeah, yeah. That's sketchy. And it and you don't well, want your kid. It's complicated, right? And I mean, especially when look, this person is a criminal. Criminal it's first. It's not the business's fault, though. No, they're just trying they're to just keep trying people to, safe. They're trying to be very Californian, right? Well, you know? they did kick the person out. I think. Right. Yeah. It's a messy one. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's tough, man. You know, the world is different these days, and you have to respect people's pronouns. And I get that. I get all that. I I want to respect. However people want to be treated or called, I respect all of that. But you start getting into locker rooms and you're showing your dick off on, you know, whether it was on accident or purpose, and then you have a history of sexual or, you know, exposure. It looks, it looks bad. <clears throat> Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. But and these are the things we have to deal with now. But also, you know, if you're, um, I mean, there's, there's like some efficacy in the locker room anyway. I would hope. And hopefully no locker room talk either. Yeah, nobody's like masturbating in a locker room. Like that's not, No, doesn't matter what sex you are, you can't do that. I don't care what sex you are, just put your towel on if you're going to put your leg up while while talking to me on the bench. Okay. Nobody wants to see your dick. Easy, yeah. Just saying. There are some guys in locker rooms that are way too comfortable. (laughs) Just and one of those things. There's always that guy. It's just a little, like unnecessary. Maybe this particular transgender woman was just comfortable. That's what she was used to. I don't know, but it's not good when a kid's in there. Yeah, and you already have like I'm pretty sure that if they've been in trouble for indecent exposure in the past, they probably have some limits on what they're actually who they're allowed to be around anyway. And. You know, I, we we probably don't need to go on and on about this one because there's not much we can do about it, right? No, but, but it's interesting to talk about. If you it's are like, transgender, okay. you maybe just be a, like, I, if there's not a separate locker room for transgender, maybe just be a little bit more discreet when there's younger individuals around. I don't know. Maybe go into the stall. I'm not telling that. I'm not saying that people who are transgender should have to do that. That's horrible that they already have to deal with not feeling like they're a man or a woman. That sucks. Right, like, like, let's be honest. That sucks. That you even have to worry about that, and then you now you got to worry about what people are thinking in a locker room because it's weird and it's different. It's just, it's not weird. It's just not what people are used to, right? Well, it could just scare a child. That's ex- the point. Ex- that's that's what I'm saying. So, like, if it was the other way around, and a woman identifies as a man and she's naked in a male locker room, and there's a teenage boy in there, yeah, it's he's not good. gonna be fine. He's gonna be stoked, but he's way. gonna be ish. Stoked. It's just, it's just too bad that it, it, it's just an issue that is new, and people are trying to educate themselves about it, and especially <clears throat> in places like California, where it's a lot more understood and seen. I think it's just one of those question marks, right? Like, well, how do you I mean, deal with that? Just the fact that these protesters jumped on it. As like, oh, it must be transphobic, that and sucks. how dare you? And it's like, hold on, how about we just look into what this is? Well, I that, mean, this yeah. this person is not a good representative <clears throat> of any of this. They shouldn't be in any locker room. Let's be fair. It's just an example of how the far left can get too far, just as much as the far right and QAnon people can get too far right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just it's one of those things. Like, it's you too many of them. Get back protesting. in the middle, folks. Let's get back in the middle. Did you find that meme? I didn't, but I did see Nancy Pelosi leading the charge for Biden administration to forgive bar tabs. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Did you see that uh, her, so good. Nancy's husband, the, the <laughs> investment guy, just got guilty, arrested for DUI, did five days in jail, and there's a video of it. He's ab- he that. crashes his Porsche. I saw that. And he's absolutely that was her son? hammered. That was her son. No, it was her husband. Husband, husband sorry. Yeah, so it was sorry. her husband. Sentenced to <laughs> return to Nancy Pelosi in five days. This is also on Babylon B. <laughs> Nancy, Paul Pelosi pleads guilty, sentenced to return to Nancy in five days. Look, it's quite a funny website, you know? <laughs> it's, it's great. It's great. I'm sure if you're, like, very left-leaning, you're, you're going to get frustrated with it. 
Why but though? You, look, Why? That shouldn't be the case. That's the problem that we're talking about. People are so about. sensitive about their but religious. That's the problem it's like we're talking about now. People's ideology ideologies are getting in the way of funny shit. Yeah. It's funny. Mi- you're missing out if you're not enjoying the comedy there. I don't recommend it. You I, know, you can love your party and still laugh at it, most and of you the should. Sh- most of the stuff on here is pretty clean fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would have never looked at the Babylon Bee until this pod. Joe went out and pretty it's hard funny. about the uh, abortion thing. Yeah, that was a good talk. Mm-hmm. That was a good talk. Joe and clearly doesn't agree. Clearly, because he has three daughters, he was very concerned about if one of his daughters had been raped, that there is no effing way in the world that, it, I mean, that he would want that to, to be, you know, to go through term. Yeah. Which I totally understand, and I am a father of a boy, so that's different, but I, I can see how outraged you would be if your daughter at that age could not get an abortion. Now, it's weird for me to think about, right? Because it seems like such an atrocity for that to happen to a woman and then for her not to be able to make her own decision on something like that is super scary. But I, it's, you know, then you hear Paul's point, or excuse me, uh, Seth's point, and I can see his point too. He's got people on the, uh, who are pro-life who are saying, dude, I, I was the product of a rape, and I'm fucking stoked that I'm here. Uh, I'm not saying that yeah. a little girl shouldn't be able to <laughs> make that decision, but it's just it's one of those things. They kept saying it's a very it's a very hard topic to talk about. People get very upset about it on either side. I personally think that a woman should have the right to choose, but I also see the point of of uh Seth's too and 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 I I also think there's this very weird and and Rogan pointed this out of like after a certain amount of weeks yeah that's a baby mm-hmm. when it's a clump of cells and it's like basically in plan B stage like I could take a pill and this thing could be gone this whether you want to call it a human or not that's up to the individual but I could you know once it gets to a certain amount of months and weeks that to me is very scary, and and I don't think that that uh, at that point it's a human, and you're killing a human. It, it's so tricky. It's tricky. It's yeah. tricky. But who am I to say what I a mean, woman wants to do? I don't know. Exactly, That's where it gets right? so but tricky because I'm a man. But you can still have the conversation. But I like what Joe did. They disagreed, and he right. made the point. Hey, we have different views on this, but we still can listen to each other and hear it out. And it's okay to end with a different view as well. Maybe you learned something. I did. But, but, you know, you still say... I mean, the big thing for me, I mean, you know, take Joe's example of the rape thing. And then Seth said that's a very small percentage of the abortions. Reasonable. However, Rogan has all the resources necessary to help his children if that happened, to the best of their ability, right? Right. He has money. He would get... Have well, good and doctors, it's not, and it's not therapy. his decision; it's his daughter's. Right, of course. But I'm just saying he yeah. has that. Yeah. A lot of times when that happens, it can be a family member that abuse them sexually if they're like very young. Right. And it, you know, it's a lot of squirrely things, and it's a lot of poor people this happens to. Of they don't have resources to deal with this. They're, if they're a young teenager and this happens to them and they can't abort it, they they. They, they have might the not even have money to yeah. raise this kid properly. So then you create this like generational, you know, these these people that just can't get things together right. because they don't have the money to do it. They had a kid real young and it was from an awful situation. And maybe the, <clears throat> if it's a family member, the kid could have yeah. um, birth problems, defects, these sorts of things. I mean, or if you don't know you're pregnant and you're drinking the whole time and then all of a sudden, holy crap. Right. But I, I was we, – we don't need to stick on this topic for this whole time, but it, it did I – was, I was a bit – not upset, but I was, I was concerned because they didn't chat about contraception. And I know a lot of probably the Babylon Bee's, you know, viewers or, you know, people who visit that website don't believe in Planned Parenthood because – and again, I'm, I'm generalizing here, but in my mind, 
Planned Parenthood could stop a lot of abortions. Yes, they they do perform abortions when needed, and I don't know the percentages on that. I think they talked about like 3% or maybe 7%. I don't know the total. Mm-hmm. But why why didn't they go into talking about prevention? Because in my mind, that's the answer, right? You give everybody contraception and it's free. Why is that not talked about? You know, we the Christian right talks about abstinence. That's that's fine, but it doesn't work. Okay, let's be honest. It really doesn't work. People are going to have sex. We're animals. I think they just see it as another type of abortion in its own way. But it's not. You're you're preventing the conception from happening. And when when Seth was talking about this, as soon as the point of conception was when he thought that there was a little living soul and it was a human. Mm-hmm. So in his mind, which is different from a lot of people, but I think I would say that the Christian right believes in that, and that's their view, and there's nothing wrong with that, believing that, right? But why can't we talk about contraception as a plan to prevent abortion? And I'll leave it at that, because to me, that's just asinine to not say, hey, let's stop people from getting pregnant in the first place. Kids are going to bone. They're going to do whatever they want. They're going to disobey their parents' rules, and they're going to have sex. So let's start there, and let's give away free condoms, free birth control pills. I don't see anything yeah. wrong with that. Well, at least the cool ones are. And it's just it's just a thing. But they did I like you said, I appreciated them having that conversation. Joe was clearly heated. Seth had his opinion, Joe had his opinion, and you don't see that. They weren't happen. very it wasn't very heated, dude. It, at first it was. Joe was, second, no, let yeah. me let me talk. Mm. Let me talk. <laughs> yeah, well Joe Joe usually doesn't fuck around with things like that. The last thing I want to touch on is how these politicians these days won't answer simple questions. Things that they know mm-hmm. that are, you know, you ask them, well, what is a woman? What is a man? You know, it, yeah. and what's interesting about it is down. it's the more liberal politicians that won't answer it, and they're the ones pushing the energy behind this movement. Yet they won't discuss because they want it. They the won't votes. define it. They want the votes. But then at least clearly state what you think a thing is. They don't even know. They're not even sure what they're supposed to be believing in. They just know they need to support it. And if they even talk about it, they're going to trip themselves up because it's too complicated. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's that's I can't trust people that can't answer questions. Yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying, but I also, you because know, I'm right. I, get, I get upset with the right thinking that it's just not even you shouldn't even be able to have an opinion on what who you want to be whether it's male or female so that's annoying too and it pisses me off so the both sides are annoying it's like can we just be honest about it and let people do what they want as long as they're not hurting anyone why can't both sides just be cool i don't care who you want to be what you want to be if you're not hurting anyone why like why can't we just meet in the middle and just be just open about a situation that's been just so taboo for so long. And now Mm. that it's coming out in the open, no one knows how to talk about it. That's the issue. Yeah. Right? It's scary to people, which is silly. It's... All right. We're going going on. We're going on. Moving on. MoveOn.org. Josh Dubin and Derek Hamilton. Wow. Every time... Josh is on. I get pumped. I'm so happy that Rogan supports this guy this much. Keeps bringing him on. Brings him on, I think, every quarter. They're doing really good work. I mean, Joe's reach now is so massive. You know, um, well, it sounds he, like they're doing something new now, too. Well, he couldn't talk about it. Yeah, and he'll be back to talk about that, which is awesome. Setting up that um, thing through the university with some lawyers. Um you know, and even when, when Joe said, what can we do to help? Like, what can people do? Him going on Rogan is the best thing. Getting it out there. Having a platform for this long enough to be able to explain in detail the ins and outs of all these things happening. I mean, Derek's story is heartbreaking <clears throat> to hear. This poor guy. How cool to have him on, though, with, with Josh. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Josh has brought people on before. And it's, I think it's very useful when he does that because it's, it really highlights, 
you know, you get to see someone that went through this. You get to hear their story personally, and then you get to see the good that they're doing. I mean, this man is doing more good for humanity than most of us. And he's also been completely shit on by life. By the system. Yeah. Yeah. But still has faith and still pushes through. And yeah, it's amazing. Did they say what happened to Scar Scarpella? Scarcella? Mm. I think he's just a cop that... Um, that was the corrupt cop. Yeah. I think he just retired and still gets pension and nothing's happened to him. Mm. That's Ouch. disgusting. That really, yeah, that makes me That's sick. That's heartbreaking. But I'll tell you what, he's on notice now with 12 million listeners. I mean, I'm yeah. sure people are going to be looking into this now. Yeah, I mean, heartbreaking, but I mean, I hate to say it, man. If that didn't happen to Derek, we probably he wouldn't be doing the good that he's doing now, as sad as that is. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that. That was a. I don't know what I'm saying other than God. I just I'm glad he's doing what he's doing now Look, because it's so important. What you're saying is sometimes life gets shit on for twenty some, years. Life throws some shit in your face, and you can come away from it a stronger, more caring, loving, compassionate person. It's very hard to do. Of course, it's really hard, but it can happen. And this is why these people like this are so inspiring. I mean. You know, I think about all the good I could do in my lifetime, and I bet I can't get even close to what Derek has done. Yeah. So that stuff is cool. Like, I'm, you know, every, I admire that guy. Every time I see, and I can't think of some of the Netflix things, but they, they, they did a show on the Innocence Project, right? On Netflix, there was something about it, because my wife follows, follows this stuff. Well, they did Making a Murderer. Well, Making a Murderer is trying to get them right to help him because they yeah. say he's innocent i don't think that guy's innocent but you think he did it <sighs> let's not get into that no, we don't need wow. to get into that i'm surprised i don't want to say whether he did or not i don't think that little kid did anything mm. the little kid's definitely innocent yeah, i don't that know poor guy got i don't know about it anyway enough about that but um it's a reminder that when you guys get busted for anything whether you did it or not don't say anything to the police please Mm. Can we just, like, let's start there. I don't care how old you are. Nope. I need a lawyer. 100%. I need a lawyer. Because, you know, Derek talks about You how get a free one. He gets the judge, and the judge was sounds like he was on his side. Like, hey, clearly he, the judge felt like he didn't do it, and they didn't have enough testimony to get him convicted. But then the police, of course, the cops, and I... Look, there's plenty of good cops out there, and Joe talks about this a lot. Cops are intrinsically good people, most of them. It's the bad ones that fuck up, mess everything up for the rest of the good ones, right? Just like anything. But he ended up testifying, and, and the police made him lie. Mm -hmm. He was 17. Poor kid. He's doing some cheap burglaries here and there and trying to live as a 17-year-old black man in Brooklyn, of course you're going to be doing that. We'd all be doing that. Try to survive and put food on the table. Yeah. Kids got to eat. I'm not saying I'm not saying burglaries are you should be doing that, but it's not murder. Yeah. It's just sad. It it really the justice, I mean the the system in this country is so screwed up and the innocence project is showing that firsthand. It's pods like this that are really going to help, though, for sure. I mean, um, just to bring these cases to light, to get more exposure behind them, maybe through this, Josh gets enough notoriety to uh, make more documentaries, um, more lawyers that are out there that are listening maybe to this, obviously Rogan show, but even if you're, if you're that much of a fan, you're listening to this one, like, put... Put a bit of time aside. I wish I had the expertise to help out the Innocence Project. I mean, yeah. the most I, as useful as I could be, I could sell lemonade at a lemonade stand, make them some money, and do it that way, right? But if I was a lawyer, I would love to put some of my time in. Even if it's just a few hours a week, you say, hey, I want to help you guys out. Yeah. The more lawyers they get to help on these cases the better these chances are. And listen, it's not that they're trying to get guilty people out of jail. 
with through some fancy loopholes. They're really trying to help people that have been screwed over. Well, and and the good thing now, and maybe I'm wrong, but I I I will say that it seems like nowadays it doesn't happen as often because of DNA evidence and things like that, right? But I, I don't know the numbers. But I'm a lot of these old cases, right, happened in the 80s before they had, you know, the, they don't have the evidence locked away. They can't do DNA testing on a lot of this shit because it got, you know, screwed up and it's been, you know, it, it hasn't been dealt with properly. So they didn't save the, the evidence correctly, right? Mm-hmm. So they still can't get the DNA from some of these older cases. But nowadays... You've got DNA evidence, so I feel like I I hope I'm right when I'm saying that not as many people are getting convicted, right nowadays. But I could be way off. I don't freaking know. Dude, you man. don't know. I don't know. It's I scary. can tell by looking at you. I don't and you know. Telling me I don't, that you're just speaking I'm out of your ass right now. But think about it though. There's DNA evidence now that they didn't have in the 80s. You couldn't even do DNA evidence back then. You could not get. You couldn't test blood samples back in the 80s for DNA. Yeah, but they're talking about how they... Okay, so basically what you're saying is as science has improved, less innocent people are going to jail. Maybe true. You would think. I don't know the numbers. But hold on. They were talking about the bite marks and how for a while that was seen as new science and people were getting convicted until they realized it was bullshit. That was bullshit. Now they're starting to see a lot of blood splatter stuff as bullshit. You're they're right. starting to see that fingerprints are bullshit. None of these I was talking about DNA. I'm not talking about blood splatter or bite marks, which is bullshit because they bring in some you know, quote quote unquote scientist well, expert, who's just getting paid by the expert. state, who's just getting paid by the defense. That's bullshit. But th- that's where the DNA comes from, too. It's that they bring on an expert that runs the DNA. Right. So so who is overseeing these quote-unquote experts? That is a problem. You're right. That is that is a huge problem. Well, I think, like, what is a ballistics expert? I think exactly. it's self-proclaimed. Or blood splatter expert. I mean, there's probably, like, a degree that you can do in school for, like, CSI-type work. So I guess you could be an expert yeah. of that. I guess there's a job for everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Dexter, some people. Right? Obviously, people are way into that stuff. If you're going to be a blood splatter expert, you definitely are into that kind of thing. He did not like that guy DeSantos at all. <laughs> no. Let's go back to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really painted that guy as pretty much an asshole, and that's that. He he must have really upset Josh because I don't think Josh is like vindictive. You know, mm-hmm. think how Seems angry like a he very would be. Good human. Yeah, think how angry he would be with all these cases he has to deal with. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't seem that angry. He just wants to keep helping, and he's frustrated. But this guy DeSantos has really pissed him off. And yeah, sounds like a bit of a dick. If I was DeSantos, right? And like, let's say politicians are all still politicians. They're never. Go- they're not just going to wake up tomorrow and not be a politician anymore. But at the end of the day, they want to be popular. And what a smart move it would be for DeSantos tomorrow to be like, yep, this doesn't look good. I'll tell you what, I'm going to call that guy. I'm going to apologize as genuinely as I can as a politician. Mm -hmm. And they're all good at lying, so it'll be a fairly decent apology. And then he goes, all right, Josh, what do you need from me? I'm all ears. I didn't mean to, like, I'm sorry that I did that. You know, that was a dick move. And I'm going to support you because I don't want people going to jail that are innocent as well. And right away, he gives Josh all of the resources. I mean, I think Josh would get over it right away. Well, yeah. It would look good for DeSanto. I mean, so that's how get on genuine, genuine apologies work that way, right? When you, when you say, I'm what I did was horrible and I'm an idiot. But what, politi- what politician is going to be that honest? I'm sorry. No, I don't no. have faith in that. I don't know. Tulsi. I don't have faith in that. What I do have faith in, which Rogan always talks about, is us being able to have telepathy soon, and now politicians won't be able to lie because we'll see right through it. So let's go. Everyone has to be honest. But imagine if we made something (laughs) like that. We will. And then it's like we can either read their minds or we know everything they've done. Or just know that they're lying. And it's like everyone that's like committed crimes... Yeah. done really fucked up things like you're all on blast all of yeah. a sudden it's awesome Let's that would go. be great 
Talk about worldwide karma. Come on. It wouldn't be good if you've done a bunch of horrible things for a long time. Yeah. Might be a huge wake-up call. Yeah, good. I like that. Yeah. I love it. It would be good. Keep yourself in check, too, buddy. Mm Mm-hmm. No more white lies like, yeah, honey, I just left the office, even though I'm, like, still drinking a beer at the office. Yeah, we're still playing Pac-Man. You know, that's a white lie. It's a white lie that I should stop doing, and if telepathy was real... I couldn't do that anymore. That's a good point. Keep me, keep me on my toes. Remember the story of the one guy that was freed after 45 years, and he was denied by 16 judges? And then it who was, it judges, was actually man? one judge whose father had denied him, finally let him out. And I think the crime was pretty, pretty dumb. Like, it wasn't even... I can't remember exactly what that one crime was. This, but this guy, this gentleman just got out, what, four, three years ago I or something? I think so, yeah. That's yeah. half a century yeah. of being in jail for something yeah. you didn't do. Unreal. I, for, like, I don't shitty know, evidence. I don't know how anyone... Uh, I mean, I guess you have to, right? You have to survive, right? So you do. But, man, to you go gotta, around thinking, like, gosh, I had a bad day. Oh, jeez. Golly whiz. Yeah. I freaking... Somebody yelled at me on the phone today, and I didn't make a sale that I wanted to make. And oh my gosh, like it just reminded me to be grateful for what we have, you know, as just here in Bozeman. I mean, we have a great life. It, Dude, you know, it doesn't matter. Our, our, I don't know. It's it. It makes you grateful for yeah. what you have. Is really got, what it comes down to. I got annoyed earlier today. The only time today I got annoyed. I went to one of the self-checkouts, the CVS, and they didn't give cash back, and I needed cash. Right. And, and that- then I, right afterwards, I got in my car, and I'm listening to that part of the podcast, and I'm like, okay, right. number one, chill out with yourself getting annoyed about fucking cash back. Well, it's- and number two, we're both white guys, so I'm sorry, but like we have it so good, and these poor... You know, these innocent men, mostly black. I mean, did they give you a, a percentage of, of brown or black people compared to whites? I mean, it's ridiculous. Dude, weren't they saying that it's you're 97 so times it's... more likely to get arrested <clears throat> for a drug yeah. charge or something if you're yeah. a, a black guy? Well, or let's a look, at the, black let's guy. look at the crack epidemic, which was basically conducted by the CIA, but we won't get into that. CIA. Well, what about the, what was it, 92 drug law that they talked about? In the Clinton era, right, and Biden, Biden was a huge, that. huge, and proponent. his son's a crackhead. I know. Has his son gone to jail well, ever? That's called karma. Shocking. Well, it'd be karma if his kid goes to jail. Well, There's video of his kid. No, I know you showed me with crack and crack pipes, and like buying it, yeah, and, and filming about, it, laughing about it, unreal. And and Biden was the one who put a mandatory minimum on crack. Talk about the. What do you call that? The pot calling the kettle black? Yeah. And and look, we're both pretty liberal people, dude. I mean, I'm not saying this to, like, upset the Democratic Party. The Democratic I'm just Party saying sucks. as an individual, so does as a person, Party. that's not cool. It's there not cool if you don't There should be a mandatory take... minimum on, on any drug, okay? Yeah, get out of I here. mean... Don't get me started. Yeah, don't get me started on the amount of innocent people that didn't murder anyone either, but are just in there for drugs. Like, whether they got busted with drugs or not, they're innocent because it's just drugs. Or acid or anything. Methamphetamines, like, not that big of a deal. Well, well, meth kills a lot of people, dude. No, but, okay, sorry, amphetamines, a little different. Whatever, speed, coke, whatever. Okay. I'm just saying if you get, uh, my point is, is if you get caught with a little bit of blow or a little bit of weed or a little bit of LSD, you shouldn't be going away to prison for 10 years. And there's plenty of people in prison for 10 years for small amounts of LSD and stuff that they weren't even trying to sell. They just had it. So let's get those guys out. of. If we're talking about Innocence Project, like they should just be innocent because they shouldn't be locked away for having small amounts of drugs that don't kill people. Yeah. Right. Meth, different story. You're right. Meth kills people. Meth is horrible. So is heroin. But I'm talking about the things that are recreational and fun. 
let's let's be honest here. It's 2022. Let's get these people out of jail. Well, but it, I mean, the weed one makes no sense. The, well, because in so many places it's legal, and they're still in jail. Yeah, yeah, that's insane. Especially that in the states where project? it's especially in the states where it's now legal. If you're in jail for marijuana in California, that doesn't make any sense. Well, to didn't me. I mean? You should get out. Haven't a lot of these people been let out? Or no? I don't know enough about the history of it. Yeah. I don't know either. If something becomes illegal and you're in jail for it, shouldn't you be let out of jail? It makes sense. Where's that innocence project? I don't even know how they would go about that. I I don't know either. That's a whole other podcast talk. Imagine if like every time a, a law is passed that makes something that was illegal legal, they just all those people get out. They should. Well, yeah, it makes sense. But imagine the like chaos that that produces. Hmm. That's a sad. It is a sad, sad story to see all those innocent people in jail. But good on you, Josh. I know. Yeah, love that guy. What really. a, I mean, talk about a human that has dedicated his life to amazing things. And and dude, and to, Derek for me, too. Obviously, he's up there with Justin Ran. It's amazing. And fight for the forgotten. I mean, people that do put their whole lives towards something it's just super think of the most selfless person in the world he's on that the top of that list Mm -hmm. right all right let's jump over to louis ck and joe list louis legend thanks for coming back let's let's first cover the elephant in the room Which, which which they never even talked about. No, but they wouldn't. But in a way, they did well, because they brought up masturbation, dude, a lot during that podcast. Even down to the point, dude. Joe even said jerking off in people like to do it in the green room, which is where Louis was doing it. He was in front trying, of other comedians. Joe was trying so hard to get him to talk about it, and he wouldn't do it. Mm-mm. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, but Joe didn't want to like pressure. Like put him but right on the. But he tried so hard to get it out of him. He did, but that doesn't matter. I mean, it's creepy and whatever. But that the point is, Louis C.K. is back. He's hilarious. I can't wait to watch the movie. Mm. July four, July fourth. They only mentioned it like eight hundred times. I know we forgot. Well done, July fourth. It's like a one job. And Joe to and Joe's in the movie, obviously. Nice. Uh. The, my my favorite point at the beginning it was near the beginning, uh, when Louis was talking about how he you know he had to come up with another hour's worth of comedy, and he had just put out a special and COVID hit and he wasn't doing comedy, but he had to come up. He, it was about like COVID's done now, and now I got to go back out on the road because I just put out the special, but I can't have the same bits. I got to come up with new stuff. And his his way of his creative process, I really I really enjoyed hearing what his creative process was like, and how you know the things that you are so scared about and are, that you feel like you're going to get destroyed on stage are actually end up being the best bits. Yeah, I loved that. Well, Louis is a master. It's so of true, that. but it's so true yeah. for him anyway. If you look at him and Bill Burr, those two guys, and I guess Chappelle too, but. But um, I well, would say Chappelle is a genius at that. He of, just, he just lets himself bomb on purpose. I think that I really do think that when it comes to the hardest things to make jokes about, I mean, just look at Louis' SNL where he came out and did that pedophile bit. I mean, it was genius. And it scared people so hard. People to do. didn't know what to say, but it was so funny. <laughs> so, but he's so, so but he's so he's so good at being authentic. They talk about the the difference between some comedians about how they have this ego, and really, if you just shed that ego and just be real, and I feel like people really relate to that. But also, they just love you that much more for just being honest. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm failing on stage right now. Bear with me. We'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) But like not pretending that they're not failing. Yeah. You know, and then turning that into like a solid bit after you work with it. Yeah. When when comedians are really bombing and they sink into that failure, they that really often is the only way to win the crowd back. Yeah. Because you humbly accept it. You have to be honest. Oftentimes 
you know, stand-ups, especially new ones, will ignore it and continue with other material or just say something like, man, I'm really sucking, and then, like, slip into a dark place, yeah. and there's no recovery. But if you just really hit the elephant in the room then, which is that you are doing terrible, yeah. there's a chance there's you can ch- bring them back. Oh, there's absolutely. That's the only way. Like, yeah, it's the only way you're going to bring them you. back. It's like Joe talking about how many times did he bring up Soul? Like, is this the worst uh, Rogan episode because I'm on it? It's like, buddy, Oh, Joe List. Buddy, Poor guy. Take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. He did great. He was fine. I know, but he doesn't believe in himself, at least not on the pod. It didn't well, seem like. he's there with two legends of comedy. But he's funny as shit. Yeah, but, you know, he probably doesn't feel like he deserves to be in that room, maybe. And and, yeah. and that's the thing Joe was saying. He goes, because he kept saying it, too, because Joe kept Well, they list. kept giving him shit for it. Well, he was like, I don't feel those type of reasons. And Joe, Rogan turned to him, and he's like, you're going to keep going there, aren't you? Because yeah. uh, Joe doesn't like that mentality. He's like, listen, man, you're in the studio with yeah. me yeah. doing a pod. Let's go. We're all good. We're on the same level today, in this moment. You deserve to be here. Right. You weren't just brought in just because Louis came. Love Maybe that that's about true. Joe. But Love that about Joe, though. But it's just a great way to be. It's like imagine if you're, you and I are hanging out, and then someone comes in, maybe a young kid, mm-hmm. that wants to learn about something going on in this studio area that we have. And, you know, and we treat him like he barely deserves to be here. It's bullshit. Right. Should be like, hey man, you're right here. Of course. Well, what are all, you into? Like, what what are you up to? It was all in Joe's head. Clear, of course it was. Clearly, get out of your head, Joe. Um, God bless you. Uh, what what else we got? The Twitter as a form of procrastination. Obviously, that's real. But then they talked about the how Louis C.K. his laptop's not connected to the internet. Yeah, loved that. Smart it's move. Great I've idea. heard about that before too. Or his phone. His phone only has maps on it and no Twitter, no Instagram, no not connected to the internet other than maps. Do you think that's because if he has, do that. If he has any internet, he's just straight on porn up and jerking off. <laughs> I mean I'm sorry, Louie. I'm I, sorry I had to say. Sorry, Louie, but no, I think he's he's listening to uh, or he's reading Henry Miller's book from the nineteen thirties about how I mean he, the Tropic of Cancer book that he mentioned about the 1930s book that this guy wrote. He went to Paris and was, you know, speaking very eloquently about vaginas and things. <laughs> he, I mean, they t- those guys talked about jerking off for like an hour. Yeah, too it much. It was ridiculous. I was like, I was listening to it when I, my wife was listening, and she's like, what is going on here? I was like, I don't know. Louis just being weird. Um, I mean, he's a weird guy. Let's be honest. I love him to death, but he's fucking weird. Dude, there's no way that you can make... He's hilarious. I I don't want to give any comedian an excuse for doing things that really make other people, especially (laughs) women, feel uncomfortable. Like, believe me, I don't. However, they, you know, often to be that funny, and he's a dark comedian. He goes to dark places. Clearly, He's got to have some shit rolling around his head. For sure. I loved when he chatted about the Beethoven's, and he wasn't sure if it was Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, Ninth Symphony or not. But it was hated at first, like people fucking throwing chairs at the at Beethoven while he's playing this for the first time. Why? Because they didn't get it. It was a it was so new, and you know he's relating that to comedy now. Which one is that? Beethoven's dun, 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 dun. Ninth. I, I don't know. Look 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 it up. We could look it I'll, up. I'll look it up. You keep talking. I'll All look right. it up. Okay, you look it up, Todd. All right, Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. All right, we're going to look it up. And by the way, I'm pretty sure you just were like, you were singing uh, Mozart, and that's not Beethoven. All right, so. dude. All right, Ninth Symphony, here we go. We're going to play go. it right now. Everybody knows this song. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Pretty sure we all know that one. Brilliant. And, and according to C. Louis C.K., that was like mocked and everyone hated it when it first came out because they didn't know what was happening. Dude, that's one of the most exciting things. for a, If you were like at a big celebration and there was like an unveiling of something, that's like the music for it. I mean, 
Wasn't that in Home Alone? Like, come on. No doubt. If it was in Home Alone, <laughs> you know it was good. That's the problem, Kevin! though. You d- Look, also, you know, people, if it's big enough, new enough, that was probably so different for the time. They don't understand it, yeah. Takes a minute. I'm sure the first time anyone heard Nirvana, they were like, what the fuck is this? Well, most parents still think that, yes, to this day. But I freaking well, love they're Nirvana. Wrong. Well, you're a parent. Didn't they, you weren't they talking so. about? Oh, that was in the. They were talking about that with uh, Babylon B guy. What? Nirvana? No, just about how back in the day, uh, music, rock and roll was looked at as this like horrible thing, and well, now social media is, is the same. You have a spider on you, on your left shoulder. Get it off. Did I get him? Yeah, we need a. We need to get the bug guy in for the studio. There was a big-ass spider in the bathroom earlier, by the way. But this is, this is a good point that Joe brings up, and a lot of people are missing this. We know social media a lot of times is bad for people, but this idea of banning your kids, because I've wondered that. I'm like, Joe, you just read the terms and conditions for, for TikTok. fucking TikTok. Yeah. It sounds terrible. How are you not banning your kids? And he's like, you can't you hide can't them from You can't stop it. your kids from it. That's like saying you guys can't go play soccer together outside. Well, no, it's not. Kind because, of. No, because we played soccer, and soccer's been around a long time. Now, right. hold on. But that's what all me. the kids are doing. Bear with me. Okay. It's not about that. All right, all right. It's that this is the new future. and <laughs> Just because our generation barely understands it, you can't hide the kids from it, right? It's the same as when Joe grew up and his parents or other people's parents were like, don't listen to rock and roll or ban certain artists because of the way they behave. It's like, chill out. This is just a new yeah. thing. And what's important is parents give good values. Like, look, you right. have a kid, right. you have a son, Enzo, he's the best. Now, what you, you, the best thing to do is just raise him to have good judgment, and love others and be honest and all these things and whatever the world gives him yeah. that is happening, he'll be able to navigate it better because of it. Of course. It it comes down to parenting, I think, a lot. And also, I mean, look, people may have thought when you listen to Black Sabbath you might become, you know Satan, wor- Satan worshippers, but did you really become suicidal? That's where it does get a little weird in my mind because a lot of this bullying and things that happen on on social media that you couldn't do that with rock and roll. It's not like the artist, you know, Pink Floyd wasn't. Pink Floyd's a bad example because it's not. Uh, Kiss is a good example. Okay, there was a there was a a movement behind you know all these moms who hated Kiss, the rock and roll band. That that was a real thing. They thought like. Their kids were going to start worshiping the devil. But were their kids going to commit suicide? That's where it does get a little weird. You know? Because you are getting bullied and a lot of you're comparing yourself to other children. So it is fucked up. But I, I totally agree that you need to just be a better parent and raise your children to know that these things are real and they're yeah. happening. But you're not, you can't stop them. Dude, there's more problems in the world than kiss. Like, if you're going to hide your kids from a lot of things, yeah, that's, a that's up to problem. you, but not that. Those parents clearly suck. I love that Joe and um, Louie um, kind of came up at the same time in Boston. It didn't sound like they knew each other as a crossover, but they, like, lived in the same place. Maybe, I don't know when they started to hear about each other, but they knew all the same types of people. And it is people that come out of Boston that are, they they have this, like, really unique or at least during that time period they have a really unique kind of view on comedy and i know bill burr came up through that time definitely a a unique accent that's for sure yeah i well i just think it was so brutal out there it was like do or die like you figure it out there yeah i mean i think it's just a part of the world that's a little bit more scrappy Mm. you know you kind of you get you get you what ever, you want by working. You ever a little been to Boston? Harder. No, but I've been to New York plenty of times, and I've been to the East Coast, been to Philly. Uh, have never spent time in Boston. Yeah, I'd like to go. Philly was great. I thought Philly was way cooler than New York. Really? Yeah. Just that I like the history there with the Liberty Bell and Benjamin Franklin. Mm-hmm. I like what American you don't like history. New York history. That has like the most history. Look, I went to Ellis Island and it was badass. That was the coolest thing I did in New York was go to Ellis Island and see the you know, our distant relative signing into 
signing the book to become Americans. That was cool. Oh, the Heaths? Yeah. That's how you guys came through? It wasn't, the, it wasn't the Heaths. It was, uh, it was on my mom's side. Oh. But, um, Germany, and my, my grandfather was German and English, and, hit, and my mom's mom was Polish. Okay. I think there's some Scottish in there, too. On, mm. the, he- on the Heath side, we're, we're Scots. Yeah. My brother's name is Scott. Yeah, you got some um, wild animal in there somewhere for sure. I think so that makes yeah, sense. that must be the whiskey lover in me is the Scottish part of <laughs> that's me. That's it. Yeah. yeah. What about you? You got English. What else? Just that's it. I, I think there's some. There might be a bit of French. I mean, my my mother's maiden name is Gardner, and uh, I think that Gardner. There's like some French there, but none of your family. I don't was like to talk in about Ellis that. Island. None of your family was in Ellis Island. No, because no, I stayed over. Immigrated there. here. You're the first, baby. Like twenty years ago, you dork. No, I know. I'm saying you were the first to immigrate here. Yeah, yeah. I'm a first gen. It's cool. It's cool. Look, I the history there is amazing, but I mean, it's nothing like we were talking about this earlier today. We we're talking about religions and Hinduism and how it's the oldest religion, and right? That, mm. Yeah, pretty and, old. And there's really no documentation. There's no Bible, right? It's just stories upon stories upon stories passed along. And you mentioned to me that Stonehenge was 5,000 years old. Yeah. Right? Super old. It's amazing. Yeah. What's, what's um, in America's 300 years old? Wow. Mm-hmm. Got fucking trees older than that here. Well, I grew up in a house that was that, like not even anything special in my area for being old. It was on like a big row of houses and it was built it was in 17 houses. something. Row houses. What? That's what you call them, right? Row houses. Isn't that what they're called? Because they're just skinny and tall. They're in a row. Yeah. I mean, I just gave it that name. Oh. Because it's in a row. But it was on a regular street. I mean, it's not like it's this separated out ancient history house with, like, historical anything. I mean, You're not feeling ghosts in there? I don't know. Every house in England must have ghosts. You would think, with being that freaking old. We have a mill near us that's, like... Parts of the wall was built over a thousand years ago, and it's still an active mill. That's cool, dude. How good was that wall? Think about it. When you think about the state we live in now, wasn't even really a state until eight the late eighteen hundreds. Nuts. Yeah, nuts. So, Louie, watch the movie. Got to right? check it out. July fourth or July four. Glad he's back. Love his comedy. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't jerk off in front of anyone anymore can't believe they didn't actually talk about that it was it was close i felt like he was really uncomfortable quite a few times and he looks super creepy in those glasses too by the way which i loved mm. um yeah excited to check that out i'm excited he seems to be back in his own stride he's feeling like himself again i'm sure that was a pretty big knockdown for i'm him. glad he wasn't canceled for two reasons one yeah. his comedy is too good Right, but he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. However, if the crime or accusations, like for one, he didn't break the law. I don't think. No, so, it's just creepy. As but fuck. it's creepy, right? Super but if, creepy. But if it was worse, if it was a lot worse, then I would say, all right, we got to lose that comedy. We didn't just say like, anything to anyone. Just like Bill Cosby, and his stand-up was great. It was great, <sighs> but but Can't like watch tough it anymore. No, tough. He ruined it for tough. me. It sucks. But Louis's thing was, he didn't break the law. It, this and is off topic, but you mentioned Bill. Did you watch the documentary just came out on Bill Cosby? Mm-mm. Dude, I had to turn it off, bro. No, it's that bad. It was like the Michael Jackson one. I couldn't watch it, right? Like, I got through, like, the first half hour. I didn't watch it the was, Michael one either. Well, don't. Don't, because it'll ruin your music. It'll ruin his music for you, which it's done for me. I can't even fucking listen to Billie Jean anymore, which is horrible, but I can't oh. after watching the documentary. Bill Cosby's is worse. ruined for me. No, it's not worse. No, the Michael one was actually worse, but the, oh. Bill, the Bill one, I was watching it with my wife, and the first half hour is great because it's talking about Bill and how awesome he was. The Bill that we knew mm. was great. Yeah. He's amazing. America's dad. Then they start getting into, you know, for instance, there was a woman there who had been raped by him, mouth raped. Okay. Sorry, guys. Happened. She was on there. She's like in her 80s and she's talking about it. 
She's talking about the night where he slipped a pill in her drink, and you're just like, ah, can't watch anymore. Oh, no. Yeah, she wasn't lying, dude. Come on. She wasn't lying. Well, how many women came forward? No. And he got, too he many. got out. He Way got too out, many. Dude. I know. It's bad. For some bullshit it, clause in the law. It frustrated me, man. It just, it just, you just don't know. That kind of highlights the bullshit with legality. It's like innocent people are going to jail, and then clearly guilty people get clearly out on guilty. just because something dude, wasn't put together right. So I'll... I don't want to get into this too much, but it reminded me of it. He talks about, on his comedy show, about Spanish Fly. Wait till you watch it. He keeps referencing Spanish Fly, right? Which is like this thing that was happening in the 60s and 70s where you like buy this pill and it has Spanish Fly in it. And you can put it in a woman's drink and it'll make her horny or whatever. It'll give her this like an aphrodisiac. He talks about Spanish Fly like... 20 fucking times in his stand-up bits. Even in the 90s, he's talking about, oh, you, you just give him a little Spanish fly and the jello. It's weird, dude. Oh, he's creepy. like literally referencing how he's drugging women. Well, but that's kind of like how, you know, how serial killers will keep mementos, uh, like the it little bits. Creepy, it's almost dude. like because he's getting away with it, he's like, "Oh, I'm going to bring it up in mentioning. my special." He kept mentioning it. That was so, which was so <laughs> and creepy. Rub it in people's faces. Imagine how those women must have purposely felt. Purposely doing it. Awful. He was purposely doing it. It was Jesus. weird, dude. It made me hate Bill Cosby. It sucked. Okay. Well, anyways, just saying. I recommend everyone watch them all, even if they're uncomfortable, because yeah. it's better to educate yourself right. than just be ignorant of it. Honestly, it is. <sighs> Ignorance is not bliss, well, folks. Look, to bring it back to Louie, he's back. He's great. Mm. I'm going to watch that movie. It's 15 bucks on his website. <laughs> Love that. LouisCK.com. Get it. Thanks, guys. As always, we'll be back next week with a bunch of other reviews. Love you. Have a great week. Be awesome. Cheers, Todd. Peace and love.